Yo guys and welcome to episode 19 of the Hoops and Hadricks podcast. Specifically here, I've got my boy Oscar with me. How you doing, man? I'm not too bad, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Obviously, we're talking before um, the pod and how hot it is in London right now. It's like 31 degrees right now. We're both sweating yeah. like animals. It's, it's tough, bro. It's disgusting. Like cold, cold showers are fam. They're the way right now. But as soon as you step out the shower, you feel hot again. Like it's disgusting. Especially yesterday. Uh, I was suffering, man. Like the sweat was immense. <laughs> like, you know, then once when you're, you you have a nap or you you wake up and then you're just drenched. Mm-hmm. It's been a tough. It's gonna be like that for the next three days, but after it's gonna get better. But um, yeah. Let, let's roll into Champions League football. We've had four games so yes, far, uh, four great games, and mm-hmm. we'll start off with uh, Friday's games, and yeah. Man City. You know what? I know. Credit to them. I had Real Madrid winning. I thought Real Madrid were gonna mm. were gonna qualify, but Man City put in a good performance. They were helped mm-hmm. by the secret agent Rafael Varane. Two disgusting <laughs> mistakes, but yeah. I can't I can't say nothing. Man City deserve to win. They deserve to go to the quarterfinals, bro. Yeah, I agree. I agree. First of all, I want to say there's not gonna be no Varane slander around here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like the the guy completed football at 27. Guy's been he's been elite since 19. You could argue so. I can't lie. He made two mistakes. I'm seeing United fans saying, if this was Maguire, shut up. Please, just shut up. I, I, I'm I, sick of Twitter fans. It's annoying me. Um, so, yeah, I just want to put that out there. But uh, on the game, um, yeah, again, he did make two foul, like a horrible mistake. So, But, yeah, City played well, man. City played well. But we just have to say, man, Benzema's a baller. Baller. He's a baller. Um what's he uh, scored a, scored a bullet header and he had another chance before I don't know if you saw it the one where Hazard played it into him and he kind of he turned yeah that was beautiful yeah 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 if he had scored that like I think he, he's definitely he's the sauciest bowler that I know <laughs> like on and off the pitch his drip off the yeah. pitch is ridiculous <laughs> and on the pitch he's just so classy um, it's crazy he's still he's still Madrid's like one of Madrid's more, most important players at his age yeah. and like a couple of years ago I didn't think Benzema would be going this long like um, but yeah, um, Madrid go through. I mean, not Madrid. City go through against Madrid, and um, yeah, it, it was a good game though. Yeah, it was a good game, and now Man City. I mean, they've been the favorite. They've been like the the sport, the odd makers' favorite to win the competition for mm. basically the whole competition. I mean, I don't think Liverpool mm. were ever favorites, even though we're the current champions. I don't think we, yeah. Madrid. Uh, Munich, mm. uh, Boston, they were never, they were never um, mm-hmm. favourites. And I, I think it might, I think it might be City's time. But um, they're going on yeah. to face uh, uh, Leon now, after yeah. Leon qualified um, mm-hmm. against Juventus. And bro, this Ronaldo guy, they are never going, never ever. And everyone knows this. There's never ever going to be anybody like him again, ever. I know. I know. I don't know how it is, yeah, where someone consistently turns up in the Champions League week in, week out. Like, I don't understand how someone can be so consistent and so clutch. That se- that that second goal, man, where does that even come from? Like, I know it, it, like he, he didn't eventually um, get them to qualify, but he put up a good fight, man. I feel for him. I feel for him. And, um... Uh, yeah, obviously, it, it's it's tough. It's tough. Um, I I would have preferred, obviously, Juventus to go through, but we 
unfortunately didn't get to see that. And I think now City have City have a decent road to the final, don't they? They do. Because they got Leon and then yeah. obviously we're going to talk about the other two games after. But mm. I mean, it's Leon credited them. Credited them. They just, yeah. but you, what I want to talk about, bro, did you see the, the two penalties? Shameful. These yeah, referees, them, yeah. bro, every week. I, I said I said before, I think they got a bit amongst them. I mean, like... They must do. I saw the... Uh, I didn't see the first one on Depay, but I saw um, the penalty that they gave to Juventus. And they said mm. it was a Depay, it was a handball, a Depay handball. I mean, how they thought that was a handball. And, I can't tell you. And then the first one is one of the, 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 one of the most cleanest tackles I've seen. It's, yeah. it's so obvious. It he so got, it was so clean. It was so, he was, he, yeah. it was unbelievably clear. I don't even know what to say. But mm. every week, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like you. I'm kind of getting over complaining about the referees. And to be fair... The referees in Europe are, are, te- are better than what we yeah, watch in, yeah, in the Premier League, to be fair. so, But even still, like we're still complaining about them. So, like, people can't imagine what we go through in the Premier League because our refs are shocking. Um, but, yeah, nah, I want to talk about Depay, man. I want him at Arsenal. I, I yeah. want Depay. I want Depay, yeah. But the thing is, I'm, 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 I'm going to stop saying that because I know we're not going to get him. And I did, I did it with Zayek as well. <laughs> and I was Zayek plays for Chelsea, so... But that's the thing, like when I watch Zyke, I'm still gonna appreciate him because he's my. I love ballers like that. So, um, but yeah, now Depay, I'd I'd love him. But the thing is, arguably he wouldn't start. Well, he could. Mm, like he could where, where would he? And on the left, would he start? That's the he, thing. Where do you start at Arsenal? Like with your with your. If you don't sign anyone else and you you kept everyone where they are, does he start? But uh, potentially it'll be between him and Lacazette because Depay can play on the left yeah. and through the middle. Um, but like I think he's got like something like seventy six goal like goal contributions like a hundred games for Leon something, something like that, which I think is ridiculous. I know it's a French league, so I'm not gonna like blow his trumpet too much. And obviously he struggled when he was in the Premier League last. But nah, man, I, I think I think he's and obviously him him for Holland he's something else yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that I like that Dutch team now. Like I like the fact that they have another like solid generation of players after. Your Van Persies and your um, Robins and all those guys, Reggie Snyder, Van der Vaart. Um, yeah, Van, mm, yeah. We, I suppose we can say yeah, it. Yeah, it was good for yeah, but, and, and I remember at Tottenham, Van der Vaart was a baller, straight up baller. Yeah, it's all right. But after that, he fell <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, he, he, had, you know, he, had, he had, a, had a hard fall off. Let's not. But lie. he did have a lot of injuries, though. He was a very injury prone player, Van der Vaart. True, 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 true. Um, yeah, that team got to the World Cup final. Mm, it's going to be harder for this team to get to like major finals like the other Holland team yeah. did but I like I like I like what they've got like I feel like they've got solid players throughout the whole pitch like at the back they've got the best centre back in the world the best young young defender in the world right now and Mateus De Ligt. they've got Dumfries upcoming right back um, Daley Blind he, he can play left back and he's, he's a very smart footballer yeah. um, although age is catching up to him who they got in midfield they've got Frankie another what, Jorginho Wijnaldum um, Bergwijn up top with Memphis Depay they've got someone they've got another good attack uh, uh, Marlon Daniel Marlon the youngster Daniel Marlon um, Ryan, Ryan Babel Quincy Promise stay calm yeah it's yeah, serviceable he's serviceable stay calm with that one, that one. <laughs> stay, stay that one. Um, yeah uh, Daniel I can't believe we let Marlon go man well, yeah, you had him didn't but, um, you yeah and so it's gonna it's another one stay I'm sick of mistakes. doing this like um, even like Jeff Rennie Adelaide when he came on, I don't know if you saw him. Yeah, yeah, Juventus. yeah, yeah. Bola, 
footballer. Um, Gnabry, that's the one that hurts the most. I don't <laughs> want to think about that one. Yeah. I don't want to think about that one. That one hurts too much. Malen looks like it's going to be a problem. Just the Silva at Brentford he, almost got promoted. He looked he look good. I, I, obviously, we were talking about him on uh, the last mm. podcast. And I, and I was just mm. looking at I was watching, obviously watching the game. And I was like, damn, yeah. he, looks, he looks good on the ball. He looks really he good. He looks decent. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I like that Dutch team. But, yeah. And, like, obviously, speaking about Juventus, obviously, the stat mm. that I came out after is that, you know, obviously, this is Ronaldo's second season. He scored all seven mm-hmm. of their Champions League knockout goals. And nobody else yeah. has scored a goal. And you mm-hmm. look at their mm-hmm. team, and they've got they've got talent. They've really got talent. They, they do. do. You know, Dybala, uh, Rabio, mm-hmm. Costa, Benedeschi. They've got talent there, but for some mm-hmm. reason, they're not stepping up. They're not helping Ronaldo, and he's in the, in the, big, in moments. the big moments. And he's staying, carrying... A team mm. at 35 years of age it's it shouldn't be happening and bro there's rumors there's rumors i don't know how how concrete they are but there's rumors that he's mm. considering his future and interest i heard i heard and that. interest in the move to psg bro. imagine that front oh. three. imagine that front three that that'll be the greatest front three of all time of all time of all time I, name a better one please i'll wait i'll wait ever so patiently and I'll do it ever. i mean because one that has the to only other one is one. Messi Suarez Neymar. You gotta you gotta yeah, put him yeah, in that yeah. conversation. Yeah, hundred percent. And then you gotta put you but, know Mane Sala for me. No, no. I joke, I joke, I joke, Obviously not. But. Even even like Bell Benzema um, Ronaldo, that was a good. Yeah, that was three. elite. Um, but I'm sorry, Mbappe Ronaldo. Are you crazy? Nah, that is ridiculous. That is just and I'd love to see it. Um. Then watch Buffon will go following yeah, back yeah. to PSG. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was that there. He was he was at PSG for like a season, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel sorry um, for that guy. He could just he he can't nah, he can't he can't get luck in the Champions League. He can't catch a break. And obviously, speaking of Juventus, they were they didn't hesitate. Yeah, as as they are too efficient is what I told Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, <laughs> um, in getting rid of Maurizio Sarri, what do you think about that? I think I think that's what had to happen. I mean, that's what big clubs mm. do, isn't it? When you don't achieve what you want to achieve, then sorry, but that's yeah, just how they roll. PSG do it, mm. <laughs> Real Madrid do it, Chelsea do it. Well, not now because obviously they have a different a different strategy, but that's just what they mm. do, and um, it was the right decision, to be honest. Yeah, I I tend to agree, and also his comments afterwards saying that they're cursed. It also didn't help. You can't say that, bro. Sorry, he's, he's a bit of a weird character. But <laughs> did you see that tweet where someone says now he's going to sign Jorginho and just uh, train in the back garden? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that, but... <laughs> so someone said, yeah, now, now he's not got a job. Um, <laughs> he's just going to call up Jorginho and train. Yeah, because them two love each yeah. other. But, um, yeah, nah. And then, obviously, they signed Andrea Pirlo literally straight away. Again, too efficient, I said again to the other tweet because they were they were quick and I'd like to see maybe even Buffon go into a more coaching role with Pirlo like have two legends there um, but yeah what, what do you think about that Pirlo I mean the job just it was obviously a massive surprise and because considering mm. he was appointing their, their under 23 manager like 10 days ago so yeah. for them to just say oh you know what screw them come, come, come manage mm. the senior team I was like, whoa, because yeah. I, I, I think most people thought probably Pochettino was looking like he was going to get the job, and I thought that would have been a mm. great fit. But Andrea Perlo, mm. I mean, they obviously see something in him. He's obviously a very, very smart footballer, 
And um, 100%. you know, if that translates into being a great manager, who knows? Because you know, we've seen great players become terrible managers. But um, mm. I'm I'm excited to see I'm excited to see that Andrea Perlo managing Juventus, Zidane managing mm-hmm. Madrid, you know, mm-hmm. Lampard with Chelsea. Like I think I saw yeah. a tweet. It's like if you grew up in this era of football, this era like of Gerard, football, like Lampard, us, yeah. uh, Vieira, Henri mm. becoming managers, Henri. it's crazy, yeah. and it it feels it, it feels is. really weird. It feels really weird. I know, and I kind of want them to all like. I know, like Pirlo, Zidane, and Frank Lampard, but I want, I want. I eventually, obviously, I'm very happy with Arteta, but eventually, I would like to see one of those guys um, manage Arsenal, either Vieira or Henri. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see that. Um, yeah, it is a very, very weird like, like period for us because we grew up watching these guys and idolizing these guys, and now, now they're co- and that's the thing though, like. You want them to man like I'm sure you'd love to see Gerard manage Liverpool one day, mm. but you wouldn't want it to end sour because exactly. of how like amazing they were for your club, and um, that's a difficult one because not everyone's going to be like Zidane and win leagues and Champions Leagues and which I get I don't think Zidane gets enough credit for in terms of the the league campaigns the Champions League campaigns I can mm, I don't I don't but I don't know why he doesn't get credit for that either like man won the Champions League four times in a row and. He, like again, I feel like he's still, but I suppose he kind of has to do it somewhere else before he gets his like his, actual his credit, credit. Yeah, like obviously, I kind of yeah. want them to see him um, manage the French squad. That would be amazing. I could see him. I could see him doing that. To be honest with you, hundred percent. Yeah, but then again, that's another. That's probably the best international team as well. So there'll, there'll be that. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, he wins yeah. There, he can't really win. So yeah, I, I don't know what he does. But that's the problem with like those like elite managers who are going to take the elite jobs like Pep obviously we know Pep mm. is great one of the best managers of all time but mm-hmm. you know managing Barcelona Bayern Munich Man City it's not a surprise when you don't see him get you know all of the credit I mean he spent mm. obviously they just they signed Nathan Ake 41 million mm-hmm. he spent 300 yeah. million pounds on, on defenders like that's just yeah. come on man who, who, who has who has that what manager has that at their disposal you know what I mean? It's true. Evan, it's like, true. come on, man. Like, I, I mean, I think Klopp is the best manager in the world right now. Maybe I'm biased, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I, that's what I think. So, I mean, do you? I feel I, like with, with that's an interesting one. I feel like they're they're similar and different in so many ways. Like, I feel like Klopp's man management is like second to none. Like the ability to motivate players and to make players better. I feel like that's a huge factor in Klopp. Like. Even though, like, these guys don't really play for you. But remember, like, early in Klopp's reign, like, how good Lallana was, yeah, yeah. how he stepped up, people like that. Um, yeah, making players better is definitely, it's, it's a thing for me that I have to give that to Klopp. But I feel like tactically, no, not even tactically, but Pep, Pep is so, what's the word? He's so confident, like, he's thought about, like, he's... I feel like he's covered every like he's he's mastered his game so much to where you know what he's gonna do, but how do you stop yeah. it? Yeah, it's like I feel like he's thought about like everything in his in his team is so fine tuned. I feel like, but then again, you could argue that works against you, but I don't know. That one is difficult. I'd have to think about it. I'd have to think about it to be honest. Um, and yeah, I feel like. Pep is a bit more easy on the eye. Klopp has that little bit of 
uh, like the Jaeger and Preston, of course. Like, I don't know. It's it's difficult, you know. I, I I can't pick right now. Like, do you know what I think gets kind of lost? I I don't mean I don't mean to make this into like a Liverpool kind of thing. Cause obviously, we've got a lot to talk about. But obviously, the mm-hmm. first few years of Klopp's reign at Liverpool, it was like yeah. they called it heavy metal football. The Jaeger and Preston mm-hmm. was mad. You know, mm-hmm. scoring goals, conceding goals. But two years yeah. ago, we made a change, and we mm-hmm. became one of the best defensive teams in the world, the best defensive mm. team in the league. We don't, mm. you know, go all out all the time. We don't press yeah. every single second. There's sometimes where we yeah, just yeah. kind of like let the team, let, let the opposition have the ball, and then we press mm. at certain times. And I think yeah, that trick, yeah. slight adjustment by Klopp, I don't think that gets praise really. I don't think people really talk about how Klopp made that change. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred like, percent. If that um, was Pep, I think oh they'll be like oh my dear, look at the way he he made this adapted. change and he adapted. And, you know what I mean? But with Klopp, mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't know why I, I don't I don't see I, I don't know why he didn't get that kind of appreciation. It's true what you're saying, and I feel like a lot of that credit of your change goes down to like they feel like when you got Alisson and Van Dijk, that's when obviously that helped, of course. That's when like, but of course they are playing on the Klopp, so definitely Klopp made and obviously Klopp had had that must have had this vision from early. But I just didn't have the players to execute it. So again, I feel like you're right. Klopp definitely does deserve that credit because, again, to be one of the, he's an attacking manager, but still to still be one of the best defensive teams around, you have to give him credit. And like what you said, it's good that he isn't as physically demanding on your players. So for example, like, to be fair, you lot have a very good injury record considering how hard you yeah, play. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, so that shows, and also I feel like that's better instead of like. Obviously, I love pressing, but instead of pressing, just ridiculously, like having certain triggers and setting traps, it, it works better. For example, like against Liverpool, if you if you try to play through the middle, you're just walking into a trap. Mm. Like sometimes, it, and the thing is, sometimes it it, it takes like you, Klopp has planned it through. You can see what they're doing. They'll 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 let they let the centre backs feel like yeah, I'm gonna pass it to my midfielder. Then boom, yeah. you're trapped. They, they cut off the passing. They cut off the passing lanes. You have nowhere to pass. The player gets um, the player gets pressed, and it seems like you lot have triggers when to press. So it's like I hate another thing I hate about teams that press is when they don't press as a unit. I love it like when Firmino goes, I know the rest of your team is gonna back it, and that's how it should be. Because again, that half-hearted press is how you get beat. It's how people can play around it easily, and then you're in problems when teams are breaking like in behind your midfield. So yeah, like tactically, you have to give Klopp his credit. Um, but who would I pick? I, I, him, him or Guardiola? I don't know. I really don't. I can't. I can't. I can't even tell you. I'd have to think about it. Yeah, I can't believe me. And just one last thing: like you saw what you were talking about. You saw it against Chelsea when we beat them five three. Two of our goals mm-hmm. came from pressing the midfielder. Naby Keita's goal, the screamer, mm-hmm. and then when yeah. I think it was uh, Van Dijk or Milner won the ball from William, and then you know mm-hmm. passed it to no wait that was no that was the Naby Keita goal. But I think there was two yeah. goals where we got from um, pressing pressing the midfield. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. You, you you can't go wrong with Pep or or um, Klopp, but you know mm. I just think Klopp. But um, obviously, but we move on to the second round of uh, Champions League football that was yesterday, Barcelona mm-hmm. versus Napoli. Barcelona, it was one mm-hmm. one first leg. They were gonna go through mm-hmm. um, if if it was no nil because of the way goals. Mm. They end up winning three mm-hmm. one, and there's only one man to talk about. Yep. Well, what's his name? Best best player in the world. Yeah. Lionel Messi. He's he's <laughs> the best. And again, I don't know how someone can be so good 
for so long. Like him and Ronaldo are still the best players in the world, mm. and they they're gone thirty. Both of them are gone thirty, and it doesn't look like they're slowing down anytime soon. Um, it, it, it is Messi FC. I'm sorry, it's Messi FC. It's Messi FC for that team, and I'd love to see him leave. You know, I can't lie to you. I agree. I'm I'm I'm, I'm over it. I'm over him at Barcelona. I'm so over it. I don't know where I don't, I don't know where he'd go. But I'd love to see him leave. I don't think he will. Yeah, I think he's 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 I retiring love, there. I think. I think he I think he should, man. He definitely should. Um, so. But yeah, that that goal, man. That goal, like he has he has no divine right to get to to get into the box, let alone to get the shot off while he's slipping. And oh man, yeah. That, and even he he scored another great goal that got disallowed. Yeah, how like, was how was that great. disallowed? Like that's that's another thing. How was that? That was clearly his chest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I I've I've given up with football. I can't it's like, I don't I don't I, I, that's what I just truly didn't understand. Like when they were doing the VAR check, first of all I was like, why are you doing it? And then I was like, okay, yeah. it's kind of like a um, formality, you know. Give mm-hmm. it like twenty seconds, they're gonna give it the goal. But it it, it was like going off like forty five seconds. I was like, wait, yeah. are they gonna actually gonna disallow it? They disallowed it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was stupid. But when you watch this guy play, I would, when when he scored, I was just I was sat there clapping. I was laughing. I was mm. just like, how how is, how is this guy doing? You're just in disbelief <laughs> when you when you watch this guy. It's true. And um, mm. yeah. Like, it's just uh, it's just crazy, and they got that was a big game for Setien because if they didn't go through, that was another sacking, that was another imminent so? an imminent sacking, because they I think, think they've so? yeah they've made the Champions League quarterfinals the last twelve or thirteen years, so mm. if they weren't gonna make it, especially against Napoli, yeah. no disrespect to Napoli, but you can't mm-hmm. be losing to Napoli in the Champions League when you're Barcelona yeah. and you got Messi and Suarez, mm. um, but they made it through, and they're facing Bayern Munich. That's a huge Bayern time. Munich who destroyed Chelsea four one on the night seven mm-hmm. one aggregate mm-hmm. and they absolutely love London. You guys are victims. Chelsea, they Arsenal, they Tottenham, all of you, man. Nah, they do. Well, Ch- Chelsea have something to say because they 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 won a Champions League at their backyard. Oh yeah, true, so true, I'm, true. I'm I'm not I'm not even gonna chat too much, but nah, they do love London, <laughs> especially especially that Thomas Muller. <laughs> he loves scoring against London clubs. He even scored in the Champions League final, I think, against Chelsea. Um, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, it's just... Bayern Munich are just different class right now. They're just a different class. And I can't lie, I didn't think Boateng would still be going this long. Like, him and David Alaba have formed a decent partnership um, at centre-back. Again, we talked about David Alaba in the last podcast. That guy, I love him. I, I, he's such a, such a great player. He's still the right side of 30, so... Um, he doesn't like he's gonna stop it anytime soon, and on the night, just, just too like you know when the team just has too much, where you can't even complain yeah. or be angry. It's just like, again, like when when teams are just bringing Coutinho through a bit off the bench, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm I'm not saying that because he's a great personal terms of Arsenal. I'm saying like have that type of quality that quality to to just coming off like that's ridiculous yeah. and some yeah some of the players they have and. Man, Alfonso Davis, Kimmich, Thiago Alcantara, is is Lewandowski, bro, man, and that that guy right now is swallowing goals at like Lewandowski. I, I I don't know what's going on with him. Um, yeah, and this age thing, man, 
if you look at him, you look at Aubameyang, you look at Benzema, you look at Messi, like all gone, but they they're still. Again, I feel like as football fans, we put too much emphasis on this age thing. Like it matters, because again, I'm not gonna be because of course I use it because I'm like the same way I don't understand William because he's 32. Yeah. But it's like it shouldn't matter that much. When you add when you like, add that level, when you add yeah. that level of uh, of of player, mm-hmm. if you're 32, 33, then come on, you're you're 100%. you're still better than really good like 25 year olds. You know. It's true. It's so true. And who who have you got winning that? I, I think Bayern are just gonna be too much for, for Barcelona. Uh, I think. yeah, I I got I got Bayern because Barcelona, mm. bro. I was watching Griezmann. He just mm-hmm. he he just looks lost. He well, I don't know why he's playing on the left. Uh, man, uh, why? This is this is why I hate Barcelona because they buy mm. these unbelievable talents and then they just put them out to pasture. I mean, he was mm. just on the left. He was coming in for midfield. He 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 wasn't really he wasn't a threat. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just it's it's a waste. That's I'm just sad. It's just a it's it's a waste, bro. Like, where should Griezmann have gone? Do you feel like where should he have gone, or should he have stayed at Atletico Madrid? I mean, I he wants to win like the the big big trophies. So, mm. I don't, um, you know, someone like uh someone like Juventus. I see him at Juventus. So? Um, mm. I love to see him come to England. You know, uh, I don't say my rivals, but you know, he was linked with United for a while. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really anywhere but Barcelona, because a world class player that goes to Barcelona, when Messi is there, more often than not, you're not gonna do well. So, and as we've seen in the past, yeah. so especially for the it's, money they paid for him as well. Again, first of all, I don't know how they get in the way of with these signings, like. And and they that 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 swap there with Juventus that's got that's something dodgy behind it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got like, it's got something. Um, it's got something <laughs> something dodgy. Um, but it's like w- once you sign, you're telling me you sign Dembele, Coutinho, and Griezmann all in the space of like three years, and they're all over hundred million. And they haven't <laughs> legal. And they haven't made any noticeable outgoings. You know, really. <laughs> None at all. I mean. I yeah. feel like just in that time, Marshall has retired, Iniesta's retired. Other than that, like, who have they sold? Like, even like people like Umtiti and stuff like that, that they're rumoured to sell, they haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. Um, Samedo, they're all still there. So, again, and those are three players that before Barcelona were sensational. Um, and Dembele, that's the one that kind of hurts a lot. Cause he he was filling in huge boots. Like he was the Neymar replacement, and he just hasn't stayed fit to be able to fulfill that. Again, Coutinho, he just wasn't used right. Again, another one that's just shoved on on the left. And I feel like with Griezmann though, I feel like he can still be a Suarez replacement, and then you might get a bit more out of him when he's playing more central. Well, if you're gonna play him on the wing, you have to play him on the right, so he comes in on the yeah. left foot. Because he's so wasted, and he's like fret like left wing left footed players on the left still work if they have pace to go on the outside. Like Leroy Sane on the left, he's left footed, but he's like you can argue he's the fastest player in the world, so he can he can get to the byline and, and come come back in. But someone like a Griezmann who he's quick, but he's not blistering, yeah, and that isn't really his game. So it's 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 that like scramp uh, like um 
square pegs round holes type of thing just slap him in there just to put him in there where it, it doesn't help the balance of their team at all and like the thing is what you said about him being a Suarez replacement is like Suarez is still playing at a pretty good level so mm. does he just kind of just like bide his time for like a couple of years I mean Suarez is 33 now and Gr- yeah. Gr- Griezmann is no spring chicken he's 29 but obviously mm, like what we just said when you're a high level player like Griezmann if you're 30 mm. that's it's your prime it, just yeah. even for any place you're prime but that's when you're supposed to be at his best so I hope mm. you know if he does stay at Barcelona I hope he he, he succeeds if not go somewhere else because that's probably what I would do but I, 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 I give him one one more season because again he signed January um, 2019 right yeah so um, or was it summer I can't remember well, I'll check um, why did I feel like it was a January signing or was it summer or did they agree? I don't remember in... when he signed. No, let me... This um, virgin Wi-Fi, bro. But either way, I, I, I just give him, I give him one more season, um, to see how it goes, and then from there you make a decision. Because again, it doesn't look like anyone's gonna come in for him. And that's thing about Barcelona, it's like, they obviously want to continue off the wage book, but they're still looking for an astronomical fee. Like they kind of have to take accept their L. And let him go, cause again, I'll, I'll I'll take him, I'd buy him even, but just not for the kind of money they're looking for. Seventy, eighty millions. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Wait, Mm-mm. you, you no. are you saying you wouldn't spend seventy? Oh, you're talking about Coutinho, yeah. yeah. What's so what yeah, do you yeah, want? Yeah, like not 40? 40, 40, 50, 45 mil. Damn. I feel like that's fair, because it's your fault why his stocks dropped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Completely their fault. Um, and yeah, but. I don't know, man. Suppose he's he's agreed to personal terms, so I'm looking forward to that one. I can't lie. Yeah, like a, a bit of excitement. And um, yeah, Griezmann. He was signed in the summer, July July 2019. Yeah, summer. Okay. And going on to NBA, and it's been a lively. Uh, what is it like? 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of you know great games. I, I was just telling you before. Yeah. It feels like it's the playoffs already because. With quite a few of the bummy teams who are have been left out of the bubble, it's just mm-hmm. good teams versus good teams. Apart from mm. like when someone plays the Wizards or the Magic, and like ugh, who who, mm. who the Kings, who wants to see that? Um, it's true. But there's been some great shout out De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, man. yeah, shout out De'Aaron Fox. He he's been balling out mm. as always. Yeah. But um, I told you I wanted to talk about this whole PG Damian Lillard thing uh, for some background. Mm-hmm. The Clippers beat the Blazers um, yesterday mm-hmm. night. The, but uh, yeah. Dame had an opportunity to, was it to level the score or to win the game? I think it was to win the game. Well, not to win the game, to, but to, to go to go up one. Oh, to go up one with two free yeah. throws. He he's at eighty nine percent shoot from the free throw line. Everyone thought you know mm-hmm. he probably you know bank both of those, but he missed both mm-hmm. of those. And then um, who is it? Pat Bev and um, was it um, Marcus Morris? Yeah, yeah. They were they were kind of clowning him on the sidelines, shouting. Mm-hmm. And then after mm. there was a bit of back and forth on um, Twitter, you can you can say you mm-hmm. could, uh, but what was it? Uh, P- Instagram on Instagram, yeah. But um, but what did PG say again? Uh, was it PG that started? Um, was, was it PG that started it off? It, I think it was Pat Bev. Um, oh, Pat Bev must have said, um, what did he say? Is it Cancun three? Something like he said, that. Uh, ca- he said uh, Can- Cancun in three. Um, PG yeah. said, and you getting sent home this year, respect. 
And then Dame mm-hmm. Lillard said, which I love, to, to PG, keep switching teams, running from the grind, you boys is chumps. And mm. you know what, bro? I, I, I love it. I'm, I'm 100% with Dame on this one. Let's hear it. PG, why are you talking? Why, 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 talk? this, you got sent, and what, and also what Dame said, um, he, ex- mm. he, ex- like, um, he, th- he's, a, he's a, he feels like it's a sign of respect what PG, not PG, mm-hmm. um, what, um, Pat Bev and Marcus Morris was doing because that's, they, yeah. they expect me to hit those shots because, you know, Pat mm-hmm. Bev was on the, Pat Bev was on the Houston team when, um, mm-hmm. when Dame hit, Dame hit, hit the hit shot, shot against the Rockets, against yeah. the Rockets, and obviously last year, mm-hmm. Dame was the reason that PG, left OKC so I was like yeah I, I don't feel like you have a right to talk to him like that you know what I mean mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah no I obviously you're I, a PG agree, guy well, so I, I, I don't agree though to be honest okay. uh, do you know why yeah because I feel like um, it's like all, all the great stars will switch teams if we think about it like Le- LeBron went LeBron went and joined D Wade and Chris Bosh so it's like so what is LeBron hiding from the grind like you, you can't you can't use one narrative for someone and then because it's PG and because he hasn't won yet you use it against him. Like that's not that's not fair at all. Um, so to me, I, I don't I don't think I hear what he's saying and he seems like Dame seems like he's cut from a different cloth where he he um he wants to stay in one team and try win it out with Portland but is that really gonna get you anywhere? I I understand what you're saying. But for me, mm. it's like oh, I had a great point. It's like you, you, you don't, you don't have a right to to speak to him like that when you. Oh, oh I made a flipping great point, bro. But I, I, I just completely forgot. I, I was thinking it up in my head when you were talking. But what was mm. I saying? It's like he, he, you haven't been out of the first round in mm-hmm. six years. Yeah. D- don't that. you think Dame could have left Portland and gone to somewhere like the Lakers? Like don't don't you think Definitely. he don't you think he could have done that? But no, he has loyalty. He wants to, he 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 values loyalty, family mm. more than mm-hmm. just you know switching teams and getting rings. And PG, he's a great player, right? I mm. I, I love him, but he's done that twice now. Mm-hmm. Like he went, he 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 really did. Do you remember? Do you remember the hype when he went to OKC? Mm-hmm. The 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 yeah. um, him Carmelo and Russell. They're like the, yeah. you know they they're a they're a dangerous team. They could really do something. Mm. Mm-hmm. first round and now he obviously asked for a trade and it's easy to talk when you're squad when you're squatted up it's easy to talk when you're with Kawhi I see your face don't, don't make true. that face when you're with Kawhi no, I, hear, I hear what you're saying yeah. you make a good point but let's not act like he's not been a number one option and that he didn't take LeBron and that team seven games he did but how long ago was that bro mm. that was six, six seven that, years ago that was ago. a few years ago come on but then again what, what's the age difference between Lillard and PG how, um, how old is Dame I think Dame is 29-30 I know PG's twenty nine. I think they're the same age, um, really. The same age. So where? So when? When Paul George was fighting against four, four All Stars, three All Stars. Where was this guy? Uh, like you know what I'm saying? No, I. I'm, so you I'm, can't. No, you yeah. can't say it was years ago when they're the same age, and he's been. He's been. He's been All NBA talent for for years now, and like yeah, okay. And I love what Dame said even after saying that. Oh, like he knocked. He knocked them out, but. You knocked out Paul George and he had two shoulders that were not working. Like, let's let's be fair. And, he and did. Paul, George has, Paul George has never been swept in the playoffs. I know, but how many years has he been playing in the East? That has to come into it as well. That it has that's, to come that's into fair. it. That's fair. That's fair. The Dame's been coming up against Houston, 
Um, and all mm-hmm. the other teams in in the Western Conference, Golden State. That's I mean, if, if 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 Dame was in the East, if Dame was on that on that Pacers team, ahead, mm. instead of Paul George, do you think mm-hmm. they reach where? Do you think they reach the conference finals and the and, and the semifinals the same way that PG did? Potentially, because I because I, 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 I think they do. Know. Obviously, it's it's their different positions and you know whatnot, but mm. just talent for talent. I th- I think PG I think P- Dame does what PG does in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but he doesn't play the defense that he does. That's so that, yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah, that's a good point though. You, like, again, we're talking about arguably, apart from Kawhi, I can't think of a better perimeter defender. And then it's like, so you you got you're getting the best defense and you're getting offensive output and you you're getting someone to stop LeBron, not stop, but to slow, slow him down. down I should yeah, say, yeah, because yeah, ain't nobody stopping that guy. Especially in the heat, but you know what I mean, and yeah. So uh, talent-wise, potentially, and star power, yeah. But in terms of actual, when you look into it, you you can't tell. You could, you never know. Maybe maybe Dame would have been clutch and would have got them to the finals. You you can you can never know. But I, I I don't think so. Okay, but you know what? This is what we love to see. This mm. is what makes the NBA. What makes sports great when you have these rivalries it's not personal between them mm-hmm. it's on the court but yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. we saw you know <laughs> pg's wife and then um dame's sister kind of get into it on on yeah. uh on instagram pg's mm-hmm. wife called it called his called dame's sister a cow i mean we don't mm. need that we don't we don't we don't yeah, need that yeah. personal stuff they, come on guys they, they need to stay calm they're just like... competitive alpha males you know mm. playing basketball we don't need to take it to that level guys come on it, it, it was 100%. funny to see, it was funny to see I'm not gonna lie but like to mm. bring when you when you were talking about this to each other's families and stuff mm-hmm. like come on it's not really needed to be honest with you and they probably said that to their other halves and Dame's sister to be honest yeah 100% because again it was on the court it, it doesn't need to extend to, to, to that level of pain so I agree with you and again it had nothing to do with them <laughs> to be honest so I understand but again um, it'll be interesting to see if they they meet again how, how it's going to pan out and I, I, again it's kind of like the whole like um, Lillard and uh, Westbrook thing yeah yeah I, yeah so um, but I do I do I, like like we said I love the the fact that rivalries are back in the league and your know, Dame's Dame's in the middle of two of them obviously like you said he's got the one with Russ and he's mm-hmm. got the one with PG now and I love it yeah. Dame the, the thing I love about Dame I saw a tweet um, yesterday mm. it's like you know Dame isn't isn't friends with his with the other NBA players. He sees them as colleagues. He sees them as rivals. But when you look at him with his team, bro, him and that Portland team, they're family. It's not even they're not just teammates. They're family. You see him 100%. with CJ, him with Nurkic, the way Nurkic and CJ are with um, Dame's son. They call him uncle. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I, he's old school, and I love it. He is. But could you imagine? You know the thing that went on with with the. Um, the women in their family. Could you could you imagine that happening in football? <laughs> you oh, imagine happening in well, football? It kind of happened. Uh, Rebecca Vardy and Rooney in that that type of situation. You remember? Oh snap! Yeah, Rebecca. Vardy. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah. yeah, you're right. Damn, that's actually that's the mm. perfect that's the perfect example of that happening. Mm-hmm. But what? But, but the, the thing is that w- it didn't originate from Vardy and Rooney. That's that's the difference. Yeah, that but, was the papers. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? Can you is can you can you think of like a recent footballing rivalry between two players like on the spot if you can think of one um 
Like what two footballers footballers just like hate each other? Well, not hate each other, but just they have a they they they're not no, particularly like, fond of each other. I don't know. Mm, that's difficult. But yeah, yeah. like I, I, but a lot of them have like contra- like controversy behind it. So I'm just trying to think of it, like it just developed on their pitch and they don't like each other. Yeah. I can't really think of one. Oh, uh, Ram- but do you know what one I, I, okay, I yeah. kind of see developing? Um, Marnie and Edison, there's something there. And you know what? You know what there is? Because mm. it happened, what it started off with uh, Marnie's red card. Yeah. And then I think and the next game, no, not the next game, but I think, was it last year there was some sort of altercation mm. between them or Edison was yeah. pushing him or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's, there's something there. Um, but then again, that I don't. Leno and Morpai, maybe that's one to. Yeah, maybe that, that, that could be one, one for the future. <laughs> that could be one. But then again, these are all like injuries, red cards. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think of one that's happened naturally. Because again, like there's all like Suarez and everything, but we know what we know about that. And <laughs> yeah. like, like um, uh, John Terry and um, Anton Ferdinand. Yeah, and John Terry and the other guy. Wainbridge. Uh, Wainbridge. Yeah. yeah. That was a, that so, was a mad one. That's so. Some of these footballers are real I, I can't think of one that just happened organically on the pitch, where it's like, yeah, no, I can't think of any. But anyways, it's it's a uh, it's weird to see the rivalry and uh, what else? Mm. What other things we need to talk about is the the reincarnation of TJ Warren. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what he's been on. He's averaging mm. around. He's averaging thirty four point eight points in the bubble mm-hmm. within during yeah. what well, I think it's been five games. Averaging sixty one percent from the field, yeah. And someone said earlier that this is this is reaching levels of insanity. <laughs> uh, do 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 you think it is? Boy, potentially. If 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 you told Vizika he's going to be the only one to drop a fifty point game in the bubble, yeah. <laughs> the way I would have I would have laughed in your face. And then the fact that um that he he's done that is crazy. It's so crazy. So. I suppose, but it's, it's still been a short time. So let's see what it goes before we start talking. But um, maybe, like he's he's had a good like before the bubble. He's had a, he's had quite a good season with the Pacers. Mm. But obviously, mm-hmm. I think he was probably averaging maybe 19, 20 points per game, which is a mm-hmm. very good amount. But he's kind of he's just mm. turned it on. I mean, how many? Mm-hmm. Do you know how many minutes Oladipo's been been playing? Obviously, coming back from no. from injury. Obviously, he's from not injury. playing starters minutes, but. Obviously, TJ Warren's become the alpha of the team during the bubble, and you know they're currently mm-hmm. um, they have the same record as the Heat, who are in fourth, yeah. and mm-hmm. with a few. And right now, they're scheduled to play the Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. but if they do move into the fourth seed, then mm-hmm. they're playing the. Um, oh, they're playing the Sixers. So I mean, mm-hmm. and with Simmons obviously out with surgery, he's having surgery on his mm-hmm. knee. Yeah, I mean, if you're picking between the Pacers and the Sixers, you good, Oscar? Um, yeah, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, uh, well, the editing is gonna have to be mad. No, but, it's um, fine. Don't worry. But um, uh, yeah, would you? I, I would pick the Pacers over the Sixers without without Simmons, with really no hesitation, to be honest. I would do, especially yeah, without Ben Simmons, I would do, and I do like the Pacers team, and they've got a couple of. Of real good players, um, if you think about like Malcolm Brogdon, who I still think is a huge loss for the Bucks. Yeah, and if we can get Oladipo back to where he started, um, yeah, and then obviously if TJ Warren keeps scoring the way he's scoring, 
that's going to be a problem for any team. And then we haven't even spoken about uh, Demantis Sabonis. I can't say his name. Demant- Sabonis. Demantis Sabonis, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously Miles um, Turner. I-, I love I love like big men that can shoot. Yeah. Um, so that's that's four four five players that are, that's a great start in five if you think about it. Um, yeah, um, it is. So they could definitely give Philly trouble. But then again, who? How how long can Miles Turner hold him beat down? That's the only thing. And then um, Tobias, like he's so inconsistent, but he can have that that one streaky game. Yeah, and uh, like, can can he step up in the playoffs? We don't we don't know. I mean, has he has he know. made the playoffs before? Or well, he made it? Uh, what was it? Yeah, yeah. How many times? Last season. Last season, or with the Clippers? In the Clippers as well. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, whether but now with with Simmons out, he's he's the number two guy. I mean, he's never been the number mm. two guy in a, in the playoffs before. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it would be a difficult one for him. And one team that we've we've joked, we've uh, ridiculed in the past, but now they're the only mm-hmm. unbeaten team in the bubble, is is your Phoenix Suns. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, well, I don't know what's happening in the bubble. There's some crazy stuff going in the bubble, but the oh, no. Suns they're five and zero, and they're really mm-hmm. making uh, a run for the playoffs, which is <laughs> is crazy to even say, bro. The playoffs. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Bro, don't, guys, it's, it's Oscar's family. They're on one right now. And, uh, yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, so, I can't, I can't believe the Suns, um, actually might even make the playoffs. It's, it's ridiculous to think. And, bro, that, do you see that the Booker shot against the Clippers? That was Such beautiful. A, oh my days! PG against uh, over yeah, yeah, yeah. over it, it PG and Kawhi. They were literally right in his throat, and he still made it. That was very very cool, Kobe esque. Um. So that they're mm-hmm. yeah they're one game behind Portland, and two games behind Memphis with mm-hmm. like, was it three or four games to go? Um, I mean, all they really need is to make it to the ninth spot because obviously there's a mm-hmm. play-in series between the ninth and the eighth seed. And um, to make it so, right now it's Memphis mm-hmm. versus Portland for the for the eighth seed, and Portland mm-hmm. have to beat Memphis twice to once overtake to them. But it. Memphis only have to beat Portland mm-hmm. once to to secure the eighth seed. But, but and um, mm-hmm. obviously my pick was yeah. Portland to make it to the playoffs. Your pick was the Pelicans, yeah. who are, I mean, they're basically done. They're three they games behind Memphis, two games behind Portland. Um, yeah, like with Zion. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Why, I don't know why they even brought him. <laughs> what's the, if you're gonna play him twenty minutes a night, then uh, what's the point? You're you, you're not doing anything. You're not mm. trying to. Well, I mean, obviously they're, they're trying to win, but mm-hmm. it's you're not giving yourself the best effort to make the playoffs, and that's what mm. you bloody came to the bubble to do. So they might as well go home now. But mm. Phoenix, one game behind Portland. I mean, I don't. I, I don't we think they make it, but they're making it mad interesting. It's a situation where all the games are must win. Like Portland have to win all three. And then, um, I suppose, yeah, Memphis yeah. just have to grind out maybe one or two and then they'll get it done. But, um, yeah, no, it's definitely mad interesting. And especially if the Phoenix are, are going to continue this unbeaten run, boy, you never know what can happen. Bro, and Memphis, they're, <coughs> they're next. Do you know who their next three they games Portland. are? Yeah. Milwaukee. Oh, wait, no, wait. Oh, no, I got that mess. I got that wrong. I was going to... Uh, Oh wait, no, that's somebody else. But I think it's Portland who have um not Portland. Oh, scratch that. I thought it was somebody else. But um, 
Mm. Bro, I don't know what's going to happen, but I just can't yeah. wait for these playoffs. I just cannot wait. Mm-hmm. And just one last thing, the yeah. Lakers. Obviously, I kind of went off on Stephen A mm-hmm. for talking about his concern about the Lakers. Uh, and, yeah. you know, they've, they've, had, they've lost a couple of games now. People mm-hmm. are really starting to talk. And this would be the time to say, mm-hmm. okay, let's be concerned right now. No, but not when they win. But obviously now, should we no. should we be concerned with the Lakers? I yeah. don't think we should be concerned. This is kind of like what exactly. happened to Liverpool. They lost a couple of games when we won the league. It doesn't mean mm. that it doesn't mean that oh we're suddenly a 100%. bad team. I mean they secured the number one seed. Subconsciously, you know, mm. maybe effort levels might not be one hundred percent when you know that okay I've got number one seed. They're probably mm-hmm. they're already mentally preparing for the playoffs. I believe, anyways. So, do you, do you um, think there's anything nah, to, to worry about so. with the Lakers? I feel like they're, they're going to get it done when um, when it's, when it's it really matters. And, um, yeah, now nah, there's nothing to worry about. And, like, yeah, you, you lost to the Rockets, but it's, Harden, uh, Harden just went off. Like, hard, that can happen. And um, uh, LeBron wasn't even playing. So, again, if people want to read into that, that's their own. But, you again, it's not even like you haven't secured... It's not like you're fighting for home court advantage. You've got that nailed on. You, you, you're going to face the easiest team in the playoffs yeah. that you could possibly face in the eighth seed. Like, if we're being honest. So, um, so I, I don't yeah, really see true. what, I mean, what the problem is. And it's it's good to get, like, these, um, just these games out of the way. And to avoid injuries as well. That's another huge thing that could affect your season, like, uh, majorly. Yeah, exactly, and you know they've got they've mm. got um, a couple injuries right now. Mm. The Lakers, Rondo's still not back. Um, I think Daniel Green missed yeah. the last game against the Pacers, but you know um, apart from mm-hmm. that, they are fully fit. They got you know AD. He who had a poor game mm. against the Pacers only had eight points. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron obviously had a good game, but they do need to you know just re-energize when the playoffs come back. But I think they'll be at. They'll, they'll, they'll be the team that we've seen all season in the playoffs because the best players, mm. the best team, they step up when they need to step up. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still my pick to win the title. Maybe maybe other people have lost faith, but I still got them. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and now to end the podcast, we've got another yeah. one of our top five lists. Mm-hmm. We got to, we got too many to go through. We got we got enough yep. for like the next like I think the next eight or nine podcasts. But we've got the uh, top mm-hmm. five football players who mm-hmm. peaked early in their career, and this might be similar to a list that we done, which was um, affected was by top injury. five footballers yeah. who uh, mm-hmm. like injury ruined, affected by injury. So what we've done with this list is that we've tried to make our options mm-hmm. players who peaked early um, and never reached those mm-hmm. high gains, not because of injury, but for other reasons. And for one of the five options, we included the player who currently is kind of going through that, who mm. has peaked already in his career, but he has enough mm-hmm. time because he's young enough to change that. So, um, mo- most, mo- uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's our that's our five. So number five. Go this your, is again where uh, one five. had an injury. This is the one where I'd say injury had a little bit of an effect on it. But Michael Owen definitely. Um, Again, talk about Ballon d'Or when they're here, so no, no easy feat to do that. Um, but yeah, it's just, just again injuries. So I can't even take this down to him, but he peaked early because his body peaked early. Like it's kind of like if if I was to use an NBA comparison, I'd say like yeah. Derrick Rose, 
is a very good comparison. MVP winner, um, yeah, yeah, the winner, yeah. and um, great players. But yeah, just sometimes your body just doesn't want to continue playing that high level of sport, and there's not so much you can really do um, in those situations. But um, when he was healthy, my God, the yeah, guy uh, yeah. was different levels. And mm. yeah, but Michael Owens was my number five as well. I mean, that's that's it for the player that's been mm-hmm. um, peaked early because of injury. But I, I mean, I fear mm. sometimes with some of these players now who have who's yeah. play first team football at seventeen, eighteen. I fear that they might have the same that they mm. might suffer the same feat. I mean, Mason Greenwood. I mean, yeah. he's played what? How many games this season? Mm-hmm. Forty games, more than forty yeah. games this season. Eighteen years old. I mean. They gotta be careful. Michael Owen Michael Owen began his 100%. career at like seven sixteen, seventeen years old. And I mean the end of his the end of his career as we knew it was at yeah. twenty four years old, which was when he left Liverpool. Mm-hmm. After that he was never the same. Mm-hmm. Real Madrid, Newcastle, mm-hmm. Man United, Stoke, never the same, wasn't the same player. In yeah. knee injuries, lost his play lost his pace. I mean so I just hope mm. that, you know, with someone like Greenwood, somebody yes. like um Mbappe that you know it yeah exactly 100%. it doesn't happen to, to to players like them mm. but um yeah owen was my number five uh, my so number um, four, you go on to your number four now. i have fernando torres again I'm, I'm not coming at you i'm not coming at you but oh, that's a good uh, we one, have to bro. think about again he didn't win a ballon d'or but he was a candidate to win the ballon d'or at one point at liverpool was something else and got got the big move to chelsea 50 million pound at the time was a ridiculous feat um, and again Monstrous, it just didn't work yeah. out for him at Chelsea obviously he scored some good goals um, like important goals for them like Barcelona etc etc but the guy was the guy was something else and um, yeah, it's another one it's just a shame that he we didn't get to see Fernando Torres for a couple more years of, of that level of greatness um, yeah it's even though like he didn't play for us he's someone that I actually really liked and admired at the time like I remember th- them times with Gerald just in behind him, boy, that was different, different class. Um, so yeah, Torres, what a player, man. Mm. Yeah, that was. A, that, I don't know why I didn't think of him because that was a great um, pick, Torres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I still have his, mm. still have his shirt, number nine shirt. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Torres, it's it's sad because when he let, how old was he when he went to Chelsea? Like. He must mm. have been about. Well, this was uh, two thousand eleven, so it's nine years ago. Yeah, he's a, he was like twenty eight years old mm-hmm. when he went to Chelsea, 27, 28 years old. So, and that is literally when you went to be entering. <laughs> he just never worked. For him. So he he was peaking, what twenty five, twenty four years old. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's just such a shame, man. When I, when I think about it, but again, what 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 a player though he he was. No, I think he was the. Mm-hmm. I, would you, I think for for a year, 100%. maybe a couple of years, he was the best striker in the world. Would you say, or at least what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, at least one of, at least one of, but with Liverpool, mm-hmm. you know, and with what he was doing with Spain, um, I think he definitely, I think he definitely um was, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, my number four pick, is someone that we never we never like. Mm-hmm. We would have probably been too young yeah. to watch him when he was in his in his prime, and um, 
This this is mm. this one is when you'll be like, oh snap! But uh, you would have heard his wow. name for years, Javier yeah. Saviola. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I brought it back with Saviola, what really. But yes, I mean, Saviola. Yeah. That's that's a guy we know from like Pez. On the, I remember this guy from mm-hmm. Pez. Obviously, he was at Barcelona mm-hmm. for a long time, like six, seven years. We would have known mm-hmm. him at Barcelona. He left in two thousand seven, so we would have known him the last mm-hmm. like two, three years of his of his career. Obviously, playing he played with Messi, and he had a he was yeah. he was obviously he was like a wonder kid in Argentina, mm-hmm. and he came to Barcelona for fifteen million and one, uh, yeah. like in what two thousand and one or something. Yeah, and then he scored mm-hmm. in double digits in the league mm-hmm. three of his four years at the club. And um, yeah, but after mm-hmm. Barcelona, he went to Real Madrid. He went to like Benfica. He just went to a range of different clubs. Mm. I don't, I don't know why it never worked out for him. But um, that's especially a player who was 100%. built so highly when he was so young. Uh, but yeah, but it just, it just, it just didn't happen for Saviola. Mm. But he obviously had a great career, winning the Champions League, winning La Liga. You know, I think he won Copa America. I think mm-hmm. he won with Argentina. Or I think he won the Olympics as well yeah. with the Argentine national Argentine national team. But I love the fact that he ended his career back at River Plate where he started. Um, that was a nice touch. And then I think he's yeah. he's still playing futsal right now. And f- I can't like futsal's fun. Yeah. Oh really? And I definitely, I, I definitely want to play want to play futsal myself like <laughs> soon because it's such a vibe. I, mean, we were, we, I remember we used to play that yeah in, yeah uh, that was so fun in school in so PE. competitive it just it was a it was a mad um, one. Oh. yeah so going on to my next pick it is uh mario balotelli so i have mario balotelli um again yeah what another player like another striker that on his day can be so unplayable but and again we mentioned him in another list but this was to do with attitude like um yeah, he was something else. Like uh, Man City days, his Inter Milan days, like very unplayable. And to think about, he's another one that you could say he's been around. We could have had the last episode that's been around for a long time, because he's only twenty nine. You know, like think about it. I know he's not even thirty yet. That's and crazy. That's been watching. When did City win that crazy, crazy? That was twenty twelve, was it? Yeah. So again, we've been watching him for time. Yeah. He signed for City in twenty ten. So that 2010, that was the start of the new era of Man City. And then, obviously, before that, he yeah. was playing for Mourinho into Milan back in... Uh, mm, yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, we knew Again, him at Inter Milan. Um, like, so. Another one, obviously, injuries didn't help. Attitude didn't help. Um, we saw him play for Liverpool for, for a season as well. Um, but yeah. Um, yep. Again. But for these, someone that you know what, like, especially always been going through while being back at Italy, like, the rate, like, I, I have a little, little soft touch with Mario Balotelli, man. I, I like him a lot. And I, I love what he stands for as well. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see him, like, get a few more Italy calls up, call, um, like, calls up for Italy. But, um, you never know. Like, especially now, um, Mancini. You know, you know who the Italy manager is? That would be, that'd be crazy. But did, did, did <laughs> yeah. he have a bust up with Mancini or something at sea? <laughs> yeah, a couple. Yeah, he did. A couple. A couple. Like, do you remember mm. one time um, it was a friendly in America? Evan, like, he could have tapped it yeah, in, but he, he, he tried to like do kind of like a back heel. 
and then mm-hmm. I think he subbed him off and then they were shouting they were shouting yeah. at each other and there was one time in training in back in Manchester when they, they were like mar- yeah. like Balotelli like mm-hmm. grips them up he grips up uh, Mancini yeah but so unfortunately Immobile's form I, I, I don't see him because that Immobile guy's literally but yeah man yeah, um, yeah. Balotelli man he definitely peaked early I mean, it's going to be a swift uh, change mm. back to you because my number three was Balotelli as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you've said everything about it. Um, yeah, obviously, I think everyone's got a little soft mm. soft spot for 100%. Balotelli because of his personality. You know, he was a you know mm. firecracker. It was, it was a bit crazy, mm-hmm. but he was just a gifted footballer. Um, but yeah, he's Absolutely. my number three. So um, uh, yeah, go this is where I, I have a little bit of, of an obscure one. But as, as someone who's been watching the Premier League, the, uh, uh, you're sweating. I hope I don't pick you. On the, you'll pick again. But um, Sadio Berahino, that's why I have him. Um, oh, yeah, so that's a great. Oh, that's a great. He pick, was Berahino, like, absolutely brilliant. And I kind of I feel for him a little bit because I feel like he could have got his move to Spurs, like um, from West Brom, but obviously Tony Pulis was wasn't really trying to yeah. let that happen. Like think about how like think about the type he of player he is that. and how he was thriving under Pulis football, like no let's not, let's not even buy that because Pulis <laughs> like he's like, in terms of English managers yeah. we can't really talk bad about him but like again a Burundian so obviously one of my East African brothers like me and you so we got we got a lot of love for our East African guys over here so but um yeah man like it's just such a shame like. Again, only 27. So, another one who's been around for a long time. He's, he signed for West Brom at, at two, in 2010. So, um, it's yeah, it's just such a such a shame that we didn't get... To, I feel like he should have got that move to Tottenham. Because, again, this was, this was when Tottenham was struggling. Like, this was like after Crouch and Defoe, but before Kane. Yeah. This like, like, so, this is where... This is like AVB It was a little bit weird at Tottenham. Kane had announced himself. Adebayo was still a bit... Um, Defoe was yeah Crouch so yeah was around it, there it, was it Tim Sherwood mm-hmm. time so it might be, it might have been Tim Sherwood went on time. to yeah, establish yeah, himself yeah. so but I would feel like Barry you know if he if he was given a proper proper like system he, he could have shown and then now he obviously from West Brom we went to Stoke that didn't really work out only scored three goals for Stoke in like league football in 50 appearances and then where is he at now actually I think I think he's in I think he's in Belgium. Uh, yeah, he's in, in Belgium. Belgium at Zut, Zulte. Well, I can't say that name. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Wagera. Damn. Yeah, that that whole transfer, um, mm. or that failed transfer, mm-hmm. it, that 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 changed the course of his career. Because after that, he had a he had a mm-hmm. bad relationship with Tony Pulis. He had yeah. a bad relationship with the West Brom hierarchy. He mm-hmm. had no intention of playing for them again, and then mm-hmm. I think he scored maybe fourteen goals for yeah. them that season when he when he had his breakout season, and after that it it it, it fell to pieces. Mm-hmm. They sold him to Stoke for like I don't know ten twelve million pounds, mm-hmm. and then he went on some long ass goal drought. As you said, only scored mm-hmm. three goals in like fifty appearances. He, he was obviously mm-hmm. playing the championship. He couldn't even get a game in the championship, and I remember a few mm-hmm. months ago, Glenn Johnson was on a podcast and he was like 
like Berahino, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't if I was a manager of a club, you couldn't you yeah. couldn't pay me to to get him into the club. Mm-hmm. Like he just went off on his attitude and just like that's a that's a that's a big um it's a big disappointment to for mm-hmm. someone like Berahino who was such a talented player, and you know he was playing for England under twenty ones at the time. He was gonna he I think he I think yeah. he had been called up no, for the England squad. Well, I, I don't know been. if he actually has a cap, but his mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, he he had. Mm-hmm. I think he had been called up. But his future was looking bright. But now, I mean, twenty seven. He's still, he's still, you mm-hmm. know, a youngish age. But I, I, I think he's done. Like I don't think he can. I, I don't think he, I don't he, think he can, can, he can, he can apply himself. That, but I feel like to that that's level. why I had to m- mention twenty players on West Brom because them blocking his move. I feel like it hit him mentally. Yeah, it definitely hit him mentally. Um, they should have let him go to Tottenham, man. I feel like. And that's where he lost. That's where he refused to play, and he lost. It literally all comes back down to them blocking his move. So that was a huge thing. And you think about how mentally strong you have to be to stay somewhere you don't want to be, and still, like you're you're the best player. You, I feel like he kind of felt like they kind of owed it to him, which they did, because he was the best player for a few seasons, and he just didn't get the 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 chance. Like. At the end of the day, I know it's it's mm. West Brom. It's not the most glamorous place to play, but it's his fault because mm. we've seen this with players before. And um, and the the mm-hmm. players I'm going to mention, obviously the clubs that they West were at were better clubs mm-hmm. than uh, than um, West Brom, but mm. they had the opportunity to go somewhere better. Suarez mm. at Liverpool, he wants to go to Arsenal. Jared was like, "Give me, give us one more year. Mm-hmm. You'll get a move to Roma to Barcelona. I guarantee it." He did. Mm. Coutinho, mm-hmm. he wants to go to Barcelona in the summer. Liverpool said no, we'll stay, mm-hmm. we'll stay, and we'll just like we want to keep yeah. you. And then he was mm-hmm. playing the best football of his career before he went in January. Zaha, obviously, mm-hmm. he hasn't had the best goal scoring season, but he's still their most influential player after mm-hmm. a bit of like what 70, 80 mm-hmm. million pounds being rejected from Everton. I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to, you've got to tell yourself like, I know mm-hmm. I wanted to move, but. I need to keep on working, keep on it's grinding, true. and then he he didn't, unfortunately, and he got off. He he was he had a little he had mm. some off the foot issues as well, drink driving, um as well. So, I mean, uh, for yeah, me, I think he's only got himself to blame, man. He, he he does, and it's like what you said. And if you want that move, like the examples you've given, obviously Zaha has yet to get it, but I think he might do soon. So, you, yeah, if I you want Zaha that move, you kind of have to yeah. swallow it and keep up, keep going. Um, so yeah, and it's unfortunately he, he he didn't do that. So again, that's just an attitude problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That well, was we were on that one for yeah, long. That what was, was that my, number three? My number two actually. So you've got your number two now. Yeah. So number two. Okay, I got my number two. Alright, this mm-hmm. number two is I, I was I wasn't even going to think about him until I watched the documentary. But mm-hmm. Nicholas Noka, he's my he's my number two. Obviously, we're going to talk about that one, the, mm-hmm. his the Nelka documentary, which was a great one mm-hmm. next week because Oscar didn't finish it yet. But yeah, Nicholas and Nicholas and Nelka, seventeen years old, playing for PSG, mm. and then mm. going to Arsenal, scoring eighteen goals. Debut. Uh, was that in his debut season or his second season? Uh, winning, winning the double. Eighteen goals as a winning, yeah, winning mm. the winning the Prem and FA Cup double. I mean, at eight. When when you do that at at that age, like the, what you think of, when you think about the future, it's like how like the mm. uh, the amount he can achieve is just unbelievable. If you're already doing that at 18 years of age, 
what happens when you're mm-hmm. seven years seven years after when you're 25 what happens four mm. years after when you're 29 when you're actually in your prime i mean it's it's unimaginable but obviously mm. i don't want to talk too much about the documentary but you know certain things happened mm-hmm. and then he became a bit of a journeyman um and it it never and but then he did you know have a bit of a career rejuvenation obviously at chelsea which we, we that's where we yeah best right. associate an elko with because we were to be, we, i mean we weren't even alive when he was at psg arsenal. and when he signed for mm. um when he signed for arsenal and then we were like mm. one or two years old when he when he signed for real madrid but obviously chelsea he was a we, we saw he was a mm. baller at chelsea he was an, he was an unbelievable footballer a great striker obviously one golden boot mm. one year uh mm-hmm shared it with Tevez 19 goals but um, that's that's someone where you're like imagine what mm. you could have achieved if mm-hmm. certain things happened certain things didn't like yada 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 yeah like, it's true but yeah, he's, and if he's you think about it he, he's a journeyman but he was a journeyman at top clubs we're, we're, to, we're talking PSG after yeah he was an elite PSG journeyman on loan um, City Chelsea like some crazy yeah Juventus Find a find a batche, obviously one yeah. of the top clubs in Turkey. Juventus, mm. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I um, forgot about that. that was late. When guys been around, and it's again, it's such a shame that and it's just his time at Arsenal. Like the way we lost him to Real Madrid, uh, it was it was a bit of a painful one. Um, but then again, it was difficult for him at the time when when you've got your Henri's and them lot, and your Burkamps. It's it's tough, man. It's tough. Um, so yeah, it's. It's, it's a heartbreaking situation, that one. Um, going on to my number one, and as to this game, I didn't actually have someone that's uh, young and can still make it, but this is but this is someone... <sighs> the reason why no I had to have this player number one because he <laughs> epitomises peaking early. I think this guy picked at 21, and it's Robinho. Like, he, if you're making this list, I feel like he has to be at the top. I don't know how. Yeah. His fall on grace, fall, fall from grace was so, so steep. Um, literally as soon as he left Real Madrid that was it that was it and we're talking about even he, he was in the Brazil squad from how young and this guy he's honestly when he was at his best was among one of the best players bro like this guy I, I can't even explain uh, the best step overs in the game by far but yeah now Robinho was something else and Oh, well, how old was he when he went to Man City? Man City, 2008. How old is he now? I think he's like 35 now. So, so he was still mm. like yeah. 20, that's, that's, that's why I said he picked 21. That's crazy. Mm. Oh my goodness. And the fact that he played for mm-hmm. Roma just for like, what was that, three, four yeah. years. So he would have been playing there when he was a teenager. Man, that's mm-hmm. yeah. He's definitely one of the more forgotten players, sadly, of his generation because he just mm. he just didn't do enough yeah, after Real Madrid. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about yeah, Robinho, but did. then I remember we had him on mm-hmm. one, we had him on one list. It wasn't the injury yeah. one, but it was was it what we was did it? have him. Yeah, it was another list or something. But yeah, um, but yeah, my, mm. obviously, um, my number one. Still playing is a player mm. who is still young enough to mm. turn it around. I mean, very he's mm-hmm. very young to t- turn it around, but mm-hmm. for now, he's he's peaked 
and um, that's, a that's good Renato pick. Sanchez. That's a very very good pick. I just I just like obviously watching mm. him in Portugal in watching for Portugal my in God. the Euros. Yeah. I think everyone was like, oh my mm-hmm. days, this guy is crazy mm-hmm. good at, at uh, eighteen years of age. Mm. Obviously, he was playing at Ben playing at Benfica. Mm-hmm. He got his move to Bayern Munich, thirty five million. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just like, "What a pickup for Bayern! The future of their midfield." And then he he just he he um, just didn't play well mm-hmm. enough. He didn't play enough mm-hmm. for Bayern Munich. Was on the bench for most of the time. And I mean, with the, with the midfield that they had, yeah. I mean, I think Chabi Alonso was still there. Mm-hmm. They still had uh, obviously they had Thiago, mm-hmm. um, still had Javi Martinez. I mean, if you're an eighteen years, if you're eighteen years old, I mean, yeah. how are you supposed to mm. usurp some of one of those midfielders? And then I remember that, he that went was on so one difficult. of the weirdest so loans I've ever seen. Man went to Swansea City. <laughs> I like it's, it's you know you know what it is. It's like I can't imagine these two clubs being in contact. Like Bayern no, Munich, they had, um, even knowing who Swansea time. City are, had, um, like that's why. Uh, Paul Clement. Yeah, because he obviously he worked he worked with Ancelotti at uh, Bayern Madrid. Uh, PSG. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's the, the, he got, he's got the connections, but even even there, yeah, it, it looked the league looked too physical for him. And I mean, he was still mm-hmm. what 19, 19 years old, twenty years old, like, and he got he was injured. Mm-hmm. He only played like ten times for Swansea in the league, and that was the season they got relegated. So. Could you imagine when the winning the Euros as yeah. an eighteen year old? I think winning Young Player Swansea of the Year. City. Two years later, you're and getting relegated to Swansea it's City. It's true. Come but on, it man. It kind of looks like he's on a little bit of a rebirth now. Like he's stepping up a bit. Um, yeah, it does. Man, and he it does too. So, mm-hmm. twenty two years old. He signed for Lille last season, the most expensive signing, and Lille has become mm. in the last couple of years the place where damn. This is where all the mm. big clubs are getting their newest their newest stars. Mm. I mean, you've got Nicolas Pepe for, for you, man. For Napoli. You've got uh, Victor yeah. Oshiman for Napoli, mm-hmm. the most expensive yeah. African player of all time now, like 75 mil. You've got, uh, I, yeah. don't know, I don't know how to say the name, Gabriel like Mag- Magalhas. Magalhas. Yeah. Looks like he's mm-hmm. on the move to um, Arsenal, actually, isn't it? Yeah, you, man. And now, obviously, you got, I think, they have that, they have that midfielder, mm-hmm. bro. They've got that midfielder. He's left-footed. I think he's French. Mm. He's like 18 years old. I don't know his name. You if you could search him up, that would um, be great. Bro, I, 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 if you can't find it, I need to I need to, I need need to, to see this guy's name because he played in the Champions League mm. um, or the Europa League last year. And then he had, I think he had like a really good game against Real Madrid or something. And then, or he was linked with Real Madrid and everybody was talking about, well, Wait, I'll see his name and I'll be like, that's him. Um, he doesn't play for Lille. I got that completely wrong. I, he plays yeah, for another French team. I ain't got a clue who you're talking about. I think mm. I think you know I think you know who I'm talking about. But he just doesn't play for Lille. He plays for another team, another friend. I think it's oh bro, it's Rennes. It's Rennes. When when did they play against Rennes. Madrid? Uh, no, is it Rennes? No, I, I think it's the Europe I think they were in the Europa League. <laughs> It's definitely yeah, I, I, I yeah, it's definitely them. What's yeah, Cap- yeah Eduardo yeah, Camavinga. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, yeah. the one. Eduardo Camavinga. Mm-hmm. He's 17, 17 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventeen years old. Um yeah, did he play in Europe last year? I think weren't they in yeah. the Champions League? No, the Europa League. 
But yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the one. He's left footed. He's a central midfielder. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, we yeah, went yeah. on for the tangent, but I just is, had to. Is remember he the one his that, that was, he was training on Twitter but one yeah, day when he like, had some crazy yeah. performance? I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, because everyone was talking about him because they were like, "Oh my days, he was a." I mean, mm-hmm. he might have been 16 at the time. I think he was 16 mm-hmm. at the time because it was it was last season. So yeah, but mm-hmm. as as I was saying, Ronaldo Sanchez still 22 years old, playing for Lille, who finished. Mm-hmm. I think they're in the Champions League now. They qualified after yeah. this, the league and season got cancelled. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's 22 mm. years old. He's so young. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I, he's he, I think he he's gonna he's gonna yeah. he's gonna he's gonna come back one thousand percent. He's too good not and to. Yeah, he's got his best season. He's got to do it. So yeah, he's got so many years ahead of him. And I wonder where he will end up because I don't think he's yeah. staying in that league. If if he continues oh, it, rising, oh no! Hopefully not. If if he can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. If he doesn't, then obviously no. But but yeah, he he's still he's got that quality to to yeah. be at, at Bayern Munich again. I mean, sometimes it just happens too kind of like quickly Zaha. for you, and you can you can you can make your way back up to that mm. level. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like Zaha, yeah, yeah. That, that was a great pick by you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's obviously uh, coming to the end of the podcast, and we have obviously we have four more Champions League games. Is it four more? No, two yeah. more, right? No, wait, four more. We have um, Atlanta versus PSG and Alec mm-hmm. Madrid versus Leipzig. We obviously have Europa mm-hmm. League, which we're not going to speak about yeah. too much, apart from the English teams, obviously, and you know, three or four more mm-hmm. games left of the seeding games in the NBA. We've got UFC 252 coming. Uh, oh, it is. Oh, it's what? Next no, it's Saturday. it's 252. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, DC. Next Saturday, Stipe versus DC. We've got um, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley versus uh, Marlon Vera. Not Mar- is it yeah. Marlon Vera? I think, yeah, Marlon. Cheeto Vera. Um, we've got uh, Frankie Edgar versus Pedro mm-hmm. Munez. So I'm happy it's going to be a mad first, card. A mad card. just looking like DC. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, hate the cards because like it's so card. hard to stay up for the main event when there's no good fights in between. Um, exactly. I'm happy. Like oh, now they got Sugar Sean on there, I'll definitely be staying up. Yeah, he's a co-main. Yeah, you know he's the That's co-main. That's crazy. I know. He's, he's stock and his stock is rising Already. quick, quick, quick. But the UFC are doing a good job in giving him the right mm. fights at the right time. Like if if he beats Vera, do you think he will get a top five opponent, or one do you more. think it's going to be one, one more fight until? I feel, I feel like they give him one more. I, I don't think there's no there's really no need to rush, and especially in the pandemic where, um, like they're still not making as much money from fans and stuff like that. I feel like they'd kind of want his big fight to be in front of a crowd still, so I feel like they're still they're still gonna take it slow. And yeah, he's still only twenty five, which is very very young in a fighting game, so. Yeah, man. Let, uh, let's just mm. let it start. Keep rising slowly, and then he'll he'll get someone soon, though. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So, um, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, to, Sorry about the noise. Other than that, um, boy, fake, fake, so listening. <laughs>